You're listening to This Is How We See It with your host, Eric Lee. The show where we say it like we see it. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Welcome to it. My name is Eric Lee, and in the studio with me, I've got Ronnie V. Hello, hello. I've got Miss Tanae. Hi. And is your mic off tonight? Yeah, you might want to put your mic on. How about that? You're so cheesy and smiling and on chit-chat or whatever it is. Hi, everyone. Okay. Uh, And Miss C is here. Well, hello. So um, you guys know, and and, and people who have been listening to the show uh, a lot know that I, I am really, like, into the arts. Like, I love music making i love filmmaking and all of that stuff and and whether you guys know it or not there are actually a lot of films um that are that are filmed here in north carolina Mm -hmm. um and joining us by phone is new friend to the show less um less is it butchert Butchert. Butchert. Right. Hello, everybody. Hey, uh, thanks for being on the show. Now, let's uh, let me give a little background about you. You um, own uh, a company called Artisan Media Group in Greensboro, North Carolina. And you also own Highway 29 Motion Pictures. Is that right? Oh, that's correct. All right. And you have a new venture called First Light Films. So why don't you tell us about it? I'd be glad to. And uh, again, hello to everyone. Hello. hello. Everyone in the studio and everyone listening. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, I'm in Greensboro, North Carolina, and um, have been working here as a filmmaker uh, for about 40 years, actually. Wow. Doing small, doing small films and doing corporate videos and that kind of thing, and writing a lot. I write a lot of screenplays. And... Um, was able to get into some feature filmmaking uh, back in 2009, 2010, 2011. The new venture, First Light Films, is a fund. It's a collection of films. And that's really one of the things that makes it so different because uh, these are films that we're going out to investors for, for their funding. And Hmm. so when the investment is spread across four films, there are four revenue streams. So it makes the investment uh, much less risky. And risk is one of the reasons most investors avoid filmmaking or sure. film investments. Yeah. So that's fundamentally, that's really the thing that makes it different. Hmm. Yeah, but the films are low-budget films. Mm-hmm. So you're not, we're not talking millions and millions of dollars. We're talking a total of probably $1.5 million for four films. Mm-hmm. But a chunk of that will go toward marketing and we're also planning something that I don't think I've, I've actually mentioned to you, Eric. Um, it's the new uh, VOD channel. Okay. You're familiar with, of course, everybody's familiar with Netflix. Sure. Yeah. And uh, Amazon and um, Hulu and iTunes. Uh, what we want to do is create a, uh, a niche VOD channel for the, for the things we're doing and for other filmmakers that are having a hard time these days getting their movies on netflix wow okay uh, or, or itunes and there's a lot of a lot of filmmakers who are kind of lost in the they're just sort of lost in this really fast evolving uh kind of marketing distribution picture for films and we think there are enough quality films out there that we can pull together some of those for um, our own niche vod channel 
you say that um, you said that you are attempting to reignite indigenous filmmaking. What do you mean by indigenous filmmaking? Well, local filmmaking, um, regional filmmaking. Mm -hmm. um, I think I mentioned to you, Eric, that there are a lot of filmmakers in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of filmmakers popping up everywhere these days, actually. Yeah. Uh, but even even in Greensboro, for example, we have uh, when we do our forty-eight-hour film festival here. We get a huge turnout. Like you, it's not uncommon to have 40 filmmaking teams working. Wow. Yeah, on a single weekend to make a film within 48 hours. So there's so, so there's like a film, like a like a festival that you guys have down there. Well, the 48-hour film festival or film project has been going on for probably a decade now. I actually don't recall, but it's uh, well-established. And it's held in cities around the country at different times of year okay and it's a it's a very well organized effort or um or process whereby you go out with your film team you're given a theme you actually pull your theme out of a hat you have to write your film according to that theme and make it and turn it in in 48 hours Wow. <laughs> the maximum length is seven minutes, so they're short films. So what would you say would be the most popular spot that everyone chooses to do their movies? In, in North Carolina? Yeah, in yes. North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think most people just make them near, near their homes, you know, near their, in their cities. They, oh, okay. It's, um, I mean, it's not uncommon to, for me to travel to wherever I need to, to the mountains or to the coast, but um, I've actually – as I think about it, never made a film outside of North Carolina. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, one of the things about making films here um, is that people aren't uh, jaded toward it. Like if you go out and ask somebody if you can use their house as a location, oftentimes they'll let you. And it's rare that they'll say, well, what are you going to pay me? <laughs> um, it's nice to pay people for that. But if you don't have money and you want to make a short film that takes you know, a, a day or an afternoon to shoot at their house. Um, and people are willing to let you do that, then great. And I found that to be the case for me. I shot in a hardware store <laughs> in Greensboro for a week. Wow. Yeah. During, during business. Wow. Um, and I, I, and I, we had a great time. We did our best not to get in anybody's way. Sure. And, uh, and it was just a beautiful, great location for us. I, I wanted to ask you because I remember when um, McCory had become governor here, people, the, the film industry was very worried because I, I think I read something about the funding was he was like thinking of cutting the, the uh, funding for filmmaking here in North Carolina. And now that right. he's gone and, and Cooper is in, um, do you see like like is it still in jeopardy or has that long passed or, or what? Yeah, it's long gone. Okay. Yeah, I'll never forget um, about a year into McCrory's term, I got a call from my friend Philip Dan, who was in Charlotte, and he was actually in the process of shutting down, helping the crew, you know, shut down uh, one of the studios there in Charlotte and shipping everything back to L.A. Wow. And it was just a sad time to actually have my friend on the phone to me hearing people clanking around behind him, you know, loading up stuff, I guess. And to think that what was once such a, um, a, a really a very vibrant industry here 
is um, is now it's not all gone. You know, of course, there's facilities in Charlotte and in, and in Wilmington, great facilities and, and great talent there, great crew bases, um, still still operating. Sure. But so much of it, so much of the production has moved to Atlanta. Yeah, um, or, yeah. or New Orleans. Yeah, yeah I can hmm. definitely see. Yeah, that places that have those really robust incentives. Hmm. Well, uh, hopefully, I, I mean, I hope Cooper, because I remember him talking about it, and I, and I remember him saying that he wanted to, you know, to bring that all back because a lot of people like Iron Man was actually shot here in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, what's the Sleepy Hollow, the show that used to come on yeah. Fox? That's yeah. actually shot here. And what's the one with um, Claire Danes, where she's the CIA agent? What's the name of that? Homeland. Homeland. Homeland is actually shot really? in North Carolina. Yeah. Oh. So there are a lot of really, you know, like like big budget, you know, mm-hmm. films and and shows uh, that are shot here. Um, how can people uh, get at you, Les? Well, there's a couple ways. If they want to go to my personal website, it's lesbutchert.website. And uh, it's, it's L-E-S-B, as in boy, U-T as in Tom, C-H-A-R-T dot website. And then the First Light website is firstlightfilms.online. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to get at Les um, and find out more about First Light Films, and and um, he just gave you the uh, the email, well, not the email addresses, but the the website addresses. So check them out, Les. Thank you so much for uh, being on the show, and uh, sure thing. you you got to come back. Can you come back and and tell us um, some more about what you're doing? I'd be glad to. I'd love to talk about it more. I want to mention one other thing sure, for your listeners. Um, I have another website. It's called moviesamongfriends.com in case anybody's listening. And it's a social network for filmmakers. And it's free. And if anyone is interested in acting, writing, making films, working on crews, they can go to moviesamongfriends.com and join for free and just network with us there movies among friends.com i know ronnie v's son uh was really big into uh acting he actually went to an acting class or school here didn't he or school of the arts or something like that and i remember you should join us yeah it's yeah it's movies plural movies Movies, okay movies with an s among friends and um it's free and for actors in particular uh, whenever we do anything, those are the first people to hear about it. Sure. So they get the first casting call. Oh, okay. and, Very um, good. Because Very they're good. part of our community. We do that. Moviesamongfriends.com. Les, That's it, Eric. Thank you so much for being on the show, and hopefully you'll come back. I'd be glad to. Thank Thanks you very again. much. Bye. Everybody take care. Bye, Bye. You too. Bye. <laughs> Wow. See, I mean, a lot of people don't know stuff like that, but there are a lot of movies and stuff that are done uh, here in North Carolina. You know, 
kind of, you know, a, a lot of them might be, you know, cast in California or yeah. whatever. But I mean, you never know. You yeah. know, you never. There are a lot of people that get discovered, like walking down the street. Hey, I need yeah. somebody that look like you. You know, on this set. Yeah, I, this happened a lot of times. I told you they did a movie down yeah, to but, JK. But, but not that kind of movies that you're that you want to be in tonight. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about legit movies. We're not talking yeah. about the mm-hmm. other. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I remember, uh, Missy. Your friend uh, J.K. had a. Was it a movie or a show? No, it. They filmed a movie. Mm-hmm. It was like like what Les was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, independent, like an independent um, film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna check that out. Movies online. What movies among friends. Movies com. plural. Yeah, movies plural among friends. com. Yeah. I'm gonna check that out because you never know. I mean, my gorgeous face. I mean, you know. Yeah, because you know they can use a Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> they can use another frog. <laughs> I mean, you just you just never know. <laughs> <laughs> the possibilities are endless. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they could use a pig, a, another uh, yes, pig. You, you may fit like that as you. well. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> You're very versatile. You should tell them that. <laughs> so uh, I know you guys have heard about the 22 people who were killed and 59 injured when a suicide bomber set off a bomb at the Ariana Grande concert in Manchester, yeah. oh, England. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they've arrested four people oh, in connection, yes, to the okay. attack. Of course, the guy who actually set off the bomb is dead, of course. Yeah. But four people that they think actually helped um, him carry this attack out. He was like 19, was he? He was very young, people very are young. still doing things yeah. like this? 22 people killed, and, and a lot of them were children. When you think about an Ariana Grande concert, you're thinking of... 13, Younger. 14. Yeah, pre-teens Exactly, yeah. because those are her fans. So and it's just like, who in the world would think? And target children. Exactly, to target children. It's it's just amazing. Yeah. But yeah, they've arrested four people in conjunction, um, in connection with the attack. And um, they said that they raided the guy's house. He had like a bomb-making station mm-hmm. in his place. And, Did I mean, he stay with his parents? I don't know if he lived with his parents, but I think, didn't the father come out or something and say he was innocent or something like that? Okay. I think the father came out and said something like, you know, oh, he's innocent. Okay, and go check the father's house. Exactly. And all of that stuff. So, um, but it's just, it's it's a shame. It, it really is a shame. And, and, you know, they were talking to some of the, the young people and they were you know crying. And mm-hmm. I mean, can you really imagine no. being in a concert and a bomb goes off? Yeah. Something so, you know, innocent. right, innocent. It yeah. wasn't a woman looking for her daughter then to yeah, find out. Yeah, and find out she was dead. Yeah. yeah, she was on the TV. She was like, she had a picture, and she was yeah. like, if you've seen her, please let me know. And then they contacted her and said, sorry, mm-hmm. your daughter is. Um, th- it's like you can't even go anywhere now. Exactly. No, you can't. Can't go anywhere and do anything you can without s- sit on your front porch. Well, yeah, and drive bys. Yeah. How about the little girl that got shot sleeping in her bed? Yeah. The guy up in the apartment above her shooting, and the bullet came down and hit her. Yeah. Well, while they, she's sleeping in they, her bed, and they got him. Yeah, they well, got. Thank him. God she recovered and everything. Yeah, um, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't uh, fatal, but um. It's crazy. Uh, We're going to take a break. We'll be right back in just a moment. You are listening to This Is How We See It. Back in a moment.
Hey, thanks for coming back with us in the studio with Ronnie V, Tanae, and Miss C. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about this. School officials at Millbrook High School are apologizing for what a student put in a yearbook this year. And you tell me if this quote, they're saying a lot of people are complaining that this quote is racist. So y'all let me know. He says, I like my women how I like my milk. White, rich, and 2% fat. Do y'all think, I mean, are you offended by that? No. no. Me like, either. If he like white women, he like That's what white I'm saying. Men. I'm not offended by that either. Okay, is it a black or white student? I, I think he's a white student. I think okay. he's a white student. I mean, did you ever hear about the girl saying anything is possible as long as you sound Caucasian on the phone? Uh, you didn't hear about the girl who put that on her yearbook? Um, her senior status, anything is possible as long as you sound white on the phone? No, I didn't hear anything ridiculous. about and that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear anything about that, but um, but I but I am not offended by this at all no. by him saying that at all. It's, like. it's it's like you know what, how women say they like their men tall, dark, and handsome, yes. or the black of the berry, the sweeter the juice. Yeah. It's like that's that's a preference. Like yeah. that is a preference. I don't think that that is racist in the least bit. Exactly. You know, I Just think because it was he two percent that got people thinking it's racist. You know, two percent. <laughs> I like what? cold milk, so I'm a little offended by that. Oh my god! You know what? Mute, mute her. <laughs> I'm just god. saying, two percent. You might as well just have what water with a little bit of um food color. Well, that's what that's what he likes. So you let them kind of. That's little. what he likes. He likes them thin, white, and rich. Yeah. So apparently he, you know, he 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 wants to be kept. I guess I I don't know. He's a bill. But I but I don't understand why people are so up in arms about okay, that. Okay, so why did the school feel the need to? Because apologize? people complained. Some people read the yearbook, and they complained about. Oh, they it. Because did people, post it in the yearbook. Yeah, and but it got past the yearbook staff because they didn't, you know. They didn't think to read everything somebody put under the picture. But that's their, that's his opinion. That's though. that's what I say. But you know what? I bet you it was them sixteen percent that was upset. <laughs> you know what? Or the whole the whole milk. It was the, the whole 100% milk that, were that was upset. upset. I don't know. I just think that sometimes we um I think sometimes we we make we make a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah. I just I just don't think that everything a somebody says out of a molehill. Yeah, it's not that serious. What about a rock out of a pebble? A pebble, you know. What, where's the mute? Where's I'm, where's I'm how, how about a mute? A pebble out of how, a rock. how about a mute? The rock no, is bigger than the no, pebble. No, you make a rock out of a pebble. No, meaning you she, get what, a pebble from a rock. Yeah, but what mute she's her. saying is, you take something <laughs> serious and make it not serious. I know That's exactly what she's, what she's saying, but that doesn't apply to the way. The she's rock is something it. serious. It's heavy. A pebble is something small. Right. You make a rock something small, you know, something heavy or heavy, <laughs> and you make it heavy, a, a, heavy. Get out my face! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I went to bed dreaming. That's all I heard while I was trying to go to sleep. And then on cue, my daughter come in asking me something. And you know what I told her? What? Tell her. Get out my face! <laughs> Okay, so Ronnie V had a question, and I think that um, this is a really, really, really good question right here. She was watching. Why don't you set set it up, Ronnie V? Set it up. Okay, so I was watching this little skit from The View, um, you know, with Whoopi, what is Tamara, and the other three people. It's Tamara. Who is Tamara? Who is Tamara? Whoopi. This girl that works for me. Oh. Um, Her name is Tamara. Oh, you were watching the Whoopi skit with her. 
Yeah, she was. I made the view. Tamara's not on the view. You mean the real? The real. Oh, okay. Is that the one that Whoopi's Whoopi on? Whoopi is not. No, Whoopi's no, on, the, on view. the view. I want you to get While I was watching the view okay. with Tamara Whoopi. But Tamara's not on. Well, well, she wasn't up there then. Okay. okay. Right. <laughs> Whoopi and others. So okay. sketchy. So sketchy. <laughs> and this is sketch. They were talking about um, domestic violence. They were talking about um, not, not even domestic violence, but just violence as far as women putting their hand on men. So Whoopi was saying, look. You always talking about you need to raise your men not to put, you know, their hands on women. What about raising women not to put their hand on men? Mm-hmm. You know, they say, you know, you got this small person. She, she said it doesn't even matter what size it was. But you're fighting putting your hand on a man, and then you don't expect to get hit back. If you hit, expect to get hit back. And everybody was like in an all, all the other hosts were in Everybody. An and she was like, no. You know, you can be mad all you want to. Keep your hands to yourself. You know, you're, right. you're sending the wrong message out there. Women shouldn't put their man, their hand on anyone, just like men shouldn't put their hand on anyone. But why should it be a, a cry for help sure. when a woman jumps on a man? And you're the aggressor, yes, and then when and you he get right. across the room, right, right. What, what did you expect to happen? Exactly. For so, her to get hugged on and say, "Stop it, stop." I, you know what? I I agree. Yeah. I I agree one hundred and twenty percent with that. I think that everybody really keep your hands to yourself and if it isn't that what we were taught as children exactly and then you know what what society taught me society makes it so if a if a man calls on a woman that's beating on them they're considered a punk right or you know weak Mm -hmm. but it's women that beat up on men i mean i ain't talking about thumping them in the top of their head i'm talking about like really yes like black eyes and all have y'all seen teen moms you remember that mom leah would beat up on gary the, yeah, the, we don't we don't watch Teen Mom. Okay, well <laughs> she would whoop him. Oh, we have yeah. we have callers calling in again. You guys, it's not the it's it not has the time. to be scheduled. Yes, it has well, to be scheduled. We, we appreciate the so, love. Call sorry about in. that. You know what? It's probably it's, you know it's probably Rodney from Tail Today. You know what? <laughs> Rodney, <laughs> I'm gonna talk about your issue later. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Rodney, she's gonna give you some bad advice later. Trust me. But yeah, I mean, I, but but I agree with that. I agree with that. If you are big enough to hit somebody, you should expect to get hit back. Well, yeah. you know, a long time ago, it used to be against a lot of hit a pregnant woman. I mean, you could really end up straight downtown. Well, pregnant, pregnant women pregnant should women. keep their hands. Then to they themselves. find out that pregnant women, knowing that you don't put your hands on them, was starting a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think women do it anyway. I, I think that a lot of women will go up in a man's and face and hit him, him and say, what you know, you if do? you hit me, I'm going to call the police. Or but you know, what you going to do? But what you, you know what? Do? Now, you call police all you want to. Y'all both are going. Yeah. Both of you all. Oh, really? Yeah, both of you all. Yes, <laughs> the two of you are going together hand in hand, neck and neck. Y'all are going together. And then you think about it. Think about these. Um, You have like a, a small a teenager. Um. And you tell you, and you're telling your son not to put their their hands on the on a girl. But then you got this big girl bully that's beating up on them. Exactly. Like, so, so when is the appropriate time to put your put your hands back on them? When you agree. When you are unconscious. I totally agree. Well, the <clears> thing is, they saying that uh, a man can restrain a woman. You know, but not what? If, if but what bigger. if he can't? Exactly. But what if he can't? Well, there there are some women who can stick and move. 
<laughs> like Layla Ali. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally agree why with that. You, why should your life have to be in danger before you react? You need to restrain the situation before your wig get pushed back. <laughs> now, <laughs> and let me tell you now, like when my son was growing up, I told him, look, first time she put the hand, look, gone, stop playing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't hit women. Right. But, but if, if she, she does it again, right. Exactly. Lean her neck <laughs> to the side. Okay? Chop the half, yeah. chop the half of her head off. I did. Lean her yeah. neck to the side. Because it doesn't make no sense. It's I'm true. Like, because a lot of people do it because they it's can get true. away with it. it. Is yeah, true. But I know you tell the story. That you is true. That I don't yes, think, I did. I, don't think Ronnie, I believe she gave him a, um, a real life example, too. She probably went outside and found somebody. It, it really is true, though. I, 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 I used know to beat that, on his dad. That that a lot of women do that. I mean, I I have a relative that is got into some trouble, you know, many many years ago. Uh, his friend spat in his face. Mm, now now that's an assault. When you spit in somebody's yeah. face, it's an assault. Now right. I don't know if it was, it was back it was then. then. Was it back too. then? Yeah. And he slapped her. I mean, yeah. that is the nastiest thing that you can do to someone is yeah. to your mouth is the nastiest thing on your body. Yeah, it's you nastier know. than your poop. It could be. Sorry. It could be. But, 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 but seriously, that was today, you guys. The, your it was your mouth is the this the nastiest thing on your body. If you to spit in somebody's face, it's just well, you it's know disgusting. I've yeah. never slapped anyone before. I have. I, I have. I have leaned somebody neck, <laughs> slammed to the side. I, you yeah. know, I've, I've just I, I don't know. I've just never slapped anyone. Mm-hmm. I've went to have an open palm and just ended with a close one. I just never had. I don't know. Oh, you mean you've never slapped someone with the open, open hand. hand? Yeah. It's very, oh, okay. it's very exhilarating. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Ronnie V is not really as violent as she's pretending yes, I am. to not be as on the show. You know what? My she classes really have helped me out a lot. I'm telling you, like, I used to have anger problems, but, you know, I, I used to try to walk away from things, and they just kept messing with me you know followed you yeah i turned around i said go you you know what i said leave me alone no what you said was get out my face you know sometimes you gotta you gotta ring some jaws and let (laughs) let people know hey i'm not playing i have to stop you here because i don't think that that someone following you if you're walking behind them i don't think that's technically called following No. I, I don't think no. that's called following. What is that called? So, someone's following. Yeah, you're pursuing. But that's I aggressive. Think, I don't yeah. think they're following you, but they're truly walking away, and you, you happen to walk the same way. You stop following me, and you you're behind them. Following is walking within the same direction. <laughs> you see, I, I just I don't know. But you know, sometimes you know a lot of a lot of times you have to let people know that you're not playing. Sometimes all it takes is, is you know. A, a little one tap, mm-hmm. but if they don't get the picture, then, then two taps, yeah, <laughs> bop, bop. three times, and then three. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just you know, but the moral of the story is people should keep their hands keep to their your hands self. to yourself, man, woman, or whatever. But but just like this, when you are in an abusive relationship, abusive, leave, <laughs> leave. 
That's what I say. You know, it's I, real I simple. Leave. And when you don't leave, Sometimes don't it's not keep it simple, though. It's real simple. No, it's it's real simple. No, it's not. See, I, I you know, a lot of people, too. especially if they'll stand, if, if they stand with someone that's abusive, a lot of times the, in their mindset, they have nowhere to go. They have no you have one shelters? they can turn to. You have churches? Well, you know what? I, I had a friend whose significant other was hitting her, and she took her kids and left. They said they had a shelter for the night, and then they stayed one night with me, and then they went home to their mother, and everything sorted itself out. Absolutely. Well, see, they had yeah. somewhere to go. It's a lot of people thinking that they don't have anywhere to go. Yeah, because sometimes people feel embarrassed, especially when you end up with somebody that your family told you not to be with, yeah. Yeah. and then oh, you don't end upside man. your head. Yeah. So yeah. now you feel like you can't it go. It was hard to but go But listen, back. let me tell y'all. People, when people, when you have family, reach out to them. Don't assume that they don't love you. Don't assume that they want to embrace you. Talk to somebody. Tell somebody. And I'm going to say this, and we we have to go to break. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, a lot of abusive spouses will alienate yep. their spouse from their family for that right. reason alone. Right. And we're going to take another break. Right. We'll be right back in just a moment. Thanks for coming back with us. Uh, before we went to break, we were talking about keeping your hands to yourself. That's right. And Ronnie V and I was just, you know, agreeing that if a woman is big enough to hit a man, Not then enough, brave, she, enough. A brave enough, then some big she, should expect, she should expect uh, to get hit back. I mean, yeah. keep your hands to yourself, woman, man, or whatever. Exactly. And, and women that are in uh, abusive relationships, and we were saying before I went to break, how a lot of abusive spouses, they, ali- they, they alienate their spouse from their family mm-hmm. because, so that they can't go back. But you but, know that a, a person that's abusive, they know who they can hit. Y- yes, mm-hmm. they do. They do. Mm-hmm. They know who they Yes, they do. Yeah. Because, because a lot of times when a man is abusive, he won't hit another mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. 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 He won't. And then how you like you in a you in a relationship and you got older brothers, but you got this man beating you up like you can't go to your brother. They won't tell him because they're scared that the uh, the brothers are gonna kill him. Well, you know, well I had this friend that um, was in uh, an abusive relationship, and she had brothers and sisters and stuff. But the reason why she said she did not tell her family was because the guy that was tapping her head said that he was going to kill her brother. He knew he knew how close she and her brother were. And he said what he was going to do to that brother. So that's the reason why she didn't tell it for a while until it was where she didn't have to tell it because he started putting marks and, and, and things on them. Well, that's and, when you and, cook a pot of hot grits. I was about and, to say, and, just and like Medea say, play grit and, ball. And when that <laughs> brother saw that, he didn't even ask her what happened. He found her boyfriend, and he Turned had a party. I bet. I bet. And from that day to this day, day, he never touched her again. And I think that we have talked about this, but here's, here's another good question. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is it ever okay 
for the step parent or a partner to discipline the child of their mate. Hmm. Okay, you said step parent or partner. Or partner. You can't do both of them. It, well, it's, it two sep- it's two separate okay, things. Okay, so say you're because married of, to this guy. Okay, the step parent should have parental legal guardianship. Yes, to not legal guardianship. Parental but rights. Should, but yeah, parental rights to, as far as discipline or whatever. Okay, so, uh, just a partner, I don't see that. Well, what about if the partner has been there for the child when the child was born? They're just not married yet, and the partner has taken care of that child from day one, and they just just because they're not married, what does that what does that say? I mean, that doesn't that doesn't okay, make so sense to me. I'm gonna tell my side from a single parent. I would say no. You would say no about I w- what? I would say no. You are not to discipline my child. Mm-hmm. If we are dating and mm-hmm. my child does something that is upsetting. Now I'm talking about. I'm not talking about just oh, okay. dating. You talking about you live have a boyfriend? In. Yes. If I've right. had live in someone being with me, you know, I would. It, it comes a point where I feel like I would have to trust that person, but I wouldn't want my partner, husband, anything to discipline my child. I would rather, you know, we all sit down together and I. He could say things to the child, like, you know, you know that was wrong, or but as far as w- putting hands on whooping my child, you need to come and talk to me about it. You know. Okay, so say you have you you have a child. This guy was mm-hmm. around ever since the child was born. So say mm-hmm. now this child is seven. Mm-hmm. So he's been in your life for seven years. You you guys have been in a relationship for seven years, and this not is married. not the father. This is not the father. Mm-hmm. Same household relationship. He's been in your son's life for seven years. Do he still have rules and stuff? He sh- well, at this point have rules and stuff he follow. You know, I still can't whoop him. Like taking care of the child, providing for the child, mm-hmm. basically it's doing what the dad should be doing. Now, does it make a difference if the dad, the biological parent, is active in their life? I think I, I think that plays a difference because my thing is this. If my if if I have a child and the father was never around, like from day one, and then I've been with this man for ten years, so now my child is ten years old and he's been there from birth. We are together. We are a family. We are common law marriage, even if we don't have a ring on each other's finger or paperwork to state that we are married. So, you are the only father figure that my my child knows. Mm-hmm. So I think in a situation like that, it may be different. Now, if the father was active in their life. I think it would be a, 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 line, a line drawn because if the father has a, a female or a, a partner, whether it's wife or girlfriend, I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't want that woman to put her hands on my child. So I would show him the same respect. Like, if you have a problem with my child, then that'd be something that I should. But, but say the child does something and you're not around. Say mm-hmm. they're keeping them for the weekend. Say you're gone on a conference somewhere. You're gone for a whole week or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he still, the, the the other person still doesn't have right to discipline. They can discipline my child. Yes, if you feel like my child needs to to sit down, you know, take away. You're a talking toy. about spanking. I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about physical, physically whooping. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, because I don't physically whoop my child like that. You know, if, if I have to like, I may get, I give him a look every now and then. Or I may, you know, pop his little cheeks. Twice, but if I don't physically whoop on my child, I don't feel like no one else should. You know, I just feel like at an age, if they get older, yeah, I understand they've been with me for a while, but physically whooping my child. Now, I would trust that person if they did, you know, had to whoop him, it would be for a good reason, but I would rather you talk to me about it and we together come up with something. 
Oh, so, so y'all gonna beat the child together? So after one, <laughs> so after so after he whoops him, you're gonna whoop the child too. No. It's like a tag team. Yeah. On so, the, okay. Say, <laughs> you, say, say you leave for a conference on Monday. You're not coming back until next Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday, child show out. Oh, I'm, when your mom get back, we're gonna have Tuesday child show out. Wednesday child is still turning up. How many days? I mean. What protocol do you use at this point? They can put them I'm, in timeout. They can discipline the child, but as far as whooping, if they had to whoop my child, the, I would rather them talk to me before it got to that point. And I would hope that my well, child. Well, obviously, would be, you would trust that person. And yeah. In order to leave a child for a week with someone, yeah. somebody you trust, and if they had to put hands on your child, it obviously you trust that it was for a good reason. Yeah. See, I, I I think it has I think it has a lot to do with. Excuse me. With how long that person has been in that child's life, like I, I, I think if I've just if I've started dating you three months ago, and you whooping on my uh, child, we we gonna have a problem with you touching my child. But See, I think that if, but if y'all you need to stop saying whooping, we saying physical. I'm talking about physical, physical, like uh, yes. physical spanking. spanking. I'm talking yes. about spanking and popping. I don't. I we're don't, we're yeah. from the south. We say whooping down that's here. Right. We don't Switches. say spanking. Well, see, that's what you need to Switches and paddles. Yes. Um. I again. I I I think that um. It would be, if that person has been in that child's life mm-hmm. from little, then, I think I think they should be able to discipline the child. Now, there's a there's a there's a difference between you know child abuse and discipline. Yeah. So that's what a lot of a people popping. don't understand, right? There's there's a big difference between that. Just because a child gets a, a you know a pop on the leg or whatever, that's not child abuse. That is not child abuse at all. Some people think it is. <clears throat> well, yeah, but it's not. And so, yeah, that's 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 my two cents. I think that it's I think that's it, it's how long the person has been in the child's life. Yeah, I, I don't know. I had a problem with his um, father whooping him. Well, that's because there's something wrong with you. Uh-oh. No, I just feel like, you know, for you to really pop a child, you know, what did that child do? Because I mean, I mean, his father has like a, a short temper, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Patience is very thin with a small child. Yeah, see, child. That's, a, that's, that's another thing, too. So, it, you know, something to me, I'd be like, you know, sit down, sit down. You know, I may talk all day, sit down, three or four times. He, I'm only going to say this one time only. I'm like, what? But you know what? In this day and age, you shouldn't have to constantly repeat yourself to a child. That's true. Too. You know, we we couldn't. But well, you, you know, know ch- children you know are Tanae, different. Tanae didn't get whoopings when she was. Well, but you know, so. children are they are born, and I don't care what anybody say. They are born different now. Yeah. This is this is yeah. this this generation is not the same generation it's all that, that right. we that came from. It's on for weeks and it really, having babies in the water and then, you know what I'm saying? All yeah, this stuff. Just a few years ago, <laughs> people were having babies. The doctor would have to pop them on the butt for them to make a noise. Babies now, halfway out. Ah! Halfway yep. out. Mm-hmm. Well, not, not my son. My son came out and just wide-eyed, just looked around at everybody. Mm-hmm. Didn't say a word, just looked. Cause yeah. his eyes were so big. Yeah, I was in shock. Just like his daddy. I was. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. What is going on with me? Lies. I was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Look, don't do it. I was. 
Don't be muting my mic. I was um, listening to this conversation uh, earlier today, so and you were I, I thought it was a perfect conversation for the show. This guy said that he teaches his daughters that to expect men to open doors for them and to pull out their chairs. They're going to be late and that, for a lot and of that if, And that if a man does not, she should not be with him. Steve Harvey said that yesterday. Oh, I didn't listen. I don't yeah. listen you to You were ear hustling Steve Harvey, too? I don't listen to Steve Harvey, so I didn't know he said this. Would you, let me tell you what I think about that. So when you raise, when a man raises a, a young woman, you know, he has certain standards that he set. So when you are an active father in a little girl's life, you show her the expectations of what a man's supposed to do. So I agree. I, I feel like this. If a man cannot live up to the standards that I have set for you of, what the, of the way a man should treat you, then you shouldn't be with him. Is it, but is it treating bad because you don't open a door or pull out a chair? You know, I wanted that father do that for his wife or, the, you know, the mother of his children. Did mm-hmm. he show yeah. that every day? If he's mm-hmm. teaching his children well, that, that is what he does for their mother. Well, he's, I know he's not married, but um, Some I, I think that uh, I heard, I did hear him say that he does that for if he goes out like on a date. He does that. So, and, and and here's the thing. it's I think it's good for a guy to do that, but should but should girls expect it? it? And to no. actually say, if you don't do it, then I'm not going out with you. Because here's the thing. That's all fine and well. But what are you treating? How are you treating your daughter to be in a marriage? Exactly. I, I understand that you're treating her to not accept, you know, a guy not pulling out the chair or opening the door. But what are you treating her about being a woman? You know what I'm yeah. saying? He's like, treating them to stay in the car and <laughs> to be left in the heat. Would you would you um would you date someone who doesn't open the door for you? Of course, or pull because she's probably always you? driving. <laughs> She don't, she don't like to ride you with know them. what? I, I don't know what's That's going right. on. Look, they be like, your baby, your uh, baby. Know you know what? You're, you're, you're right, Tanae. Because guess what? If stuff go wrong, I can get in my Excuse own me? whip and leave. Yeah. That's right. I, that's where I got it from. You know, guys plenty of times say, you know, Tanae, I'm, I'm going to come pick you up. You ain't coming to my house. <laughs> <laughs> what a place that we meet out there. That's right. And you better tell me where you're going. See, that's. Know. That's that's what Ronnie be wouldn't told me. I wouldn't say that because you're like, you, you know what? You can meet a great guy that you really click with. And the one day that he don't reach for the door too soon, you can mess up a great thing. Sure. If that's your expectation. Sure. I mean, every now and then, but to for it to be mandatory, right. I don't agree with and, that. And that's the thing. I think that if you found one to do it, I think that's all well and good. You know, but to expect it. Mm. I wonder if he so um if, if he's teaching them to when they open the door for you and you get in the car, reach over and unlock the door. Is he teaching them that? Or right, or, or are you, are you teaching them to cook every night? Mm-hmm. Are you teaching them to you know um, what? That's right. Now why would she have to be taught it, to cook? Well, why night? would he? Well, why is she he expecting? Might, he might cook better than she. But does. but why would why would she be expecting for him to open every door That's for her? Between cooking every night, alternate. Well, you, well you why understand. she can't open the well, door? Some then. days you he know can't that door. My husband was a great cook. He, he, he didn't. It didn't bother him if he came home from work and the food wasn't ready. Well, that's not what we're you talking about. You know what? Because you, you, you was, you was something. That's we're why. not talking about that. I'm just saying that 
you know, if it's it, expectations, right? It should exactly. Be on both ends. It, that's what I mean. So, what are their expectations? Exactly. As what they should present to a man, how they should be to a man. There you go. If you're gonna have those, that's my point. Yes. That's my point right yes. there. Well, just give a high five. If you're expecting, you know, all of this from Chivalry. a man, what yes. are you giving to him? Exactly. Because cakes ain't gonna work all the time. <laughs> Tasty cakes is not gonna do the job and all every the time. Cake, and every cake ain't taste. Yeah. Every yeah. cake ain't sweet. <laughs> Some cakes be stale. <laughs> and some cakes be sour. <laughs> and sour. mushy. <laughs> and crumbled up. And it's soggy. True. It's true. Soggy. All right. It is true. Why are you mad today? Because we're talking about soggy cakes. Yo, is your oh, cake soggy? My cakes are far from soggy. Is something wrong with your tasty cakes? <laughs> my tasty cakes are just fine and tasty. <laughs> I just can't imagine. Says who? Ooh, that's why them lines coming from that chair right now. <laughs> says who? Who's saying that? And on that note, we'll be back in just a moment. Stay right with us. Hustle and flow. Hustle and flow. Why do I got to know the movie? (laughs) Push that out. Because that that was your part. I'm in charge. I'm in charge, D. She made it happen, too. You know what? I'm just now thinking. Taraji and Terrence have been in a lot of movies together. You know, she's... She's the one that put him in Empire. I heard. I heard yeah. she said I won't do it without him. Yeah. Sometimes his voice just irked me, though. It's like his yeah, he's trying to kinda, whisper and yeah. scratching at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of like that. He goes, you know what? I'm going to <laughs> Yeah. So somebody just keep pressing it down. Or he crying and trying to hold it in. Oh, Lord have mercy. It ain't no worse than Jamal sounding like a lamb. Who's Jamal? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. oh, the son. That, yes. that, Mi- nice that voice. Michael Jackson-esque yeah. voice yeah. is not working But he can sing. Though. He can sing, but he I'm tired of him back. That is true. That is true. You don't have no sense. That is true. You, you know what? Much. I don't think that I could listen to a whole album of Jussie Smollett. I'm sorry. The same with but Fantasia sometimes. No, not Fantasia. Person. Not Fantasia. Yeah. I can listen to a whole Fantasia album of Fantasia. Fantasia hollering sometimes, too. Yeah. You know what? You, you got to tap she on does. your studio and That's say, hey. True. And you know another person that hollers, but I love that voice. Patty. But I, it, it gets Patty. Leandria um, Johnson. She do, too. But look, she like a I, baby dinosaur. Speaking <laughs> of Empire again, I am just very, very disappointed. I am very upset. With Felicia Rashad for playing mm. this bad part, I just cannot see her yeah. like that. Claire Huxtable, Claire. She don't stole, stole that, that baby. baby. Yeah, she stole that baby. Yeah. <laughs> and look, I ain't know she had twins. She been sitting yes. there with twins. The twin, one on of the, the twins, is the one that's going after Jamal, wanting Jamal to fall in love with him. Yeah, what he, you mean twins? You know, you I ain't look at it. You I didn't look at it. Yeah, you so must long. not have saw yeah. it. You ain't look at it. You, you gotta look at it. We can't talk about she's it. She's got, she's got Tay Diggs as the son, and yes. then she has a set of twins. A on boy the show. and a girl. Oh, really? Yes. Plotting against, and they plotting against the lions. Yeah. But you know what? The lions gonna come out. 
they're going to come out what on about, top. Uh, Remember she said one? she took their child because they stole hers? Who yeah. was she talking about? Didn't, didn't that take She's talking about um, Tay. Yeah, because he was uh, falling a fool in love with Taraji. Yeah, with Cookie. He the one was doing all that talking and was on mic and didn't know all it. that illegal stuff he done hot done. Hot mic, yeah. hot mic, hot mic. <laughs> <laughs> like them hot cakes. So um, I think that the rumors are true that Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes are a couple. Oh, yeah. Again? I know I said that I did not believe it at first. Yeah. Because I just, I, and, and still, I can't really you can't see it. And been together for a couple of but years. But it's true. Yeah. But it's true. Um, they were just spotted in Paris earlier this month. He was working on a film there, and she was there with him, and she was even at the studio where he was shooting the film, and they said that she was very low-key. Like, they said she didn't want... Now, who were her parents? I don't know, Mr. and Mrs. Holmes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I keep getting her mixed up with who? Kate Hudson. Yeah, you're probably getting her mixed up with Kate Hudson. So, um, she is getting fat. So here's the story. The story is that they met at a benefit in the Hamptons in August of 2013. Sources say that they hooked up the very same night. So, so he waxed them cakes. Mm Well, no, the no, same no, night. No, no, Katie don't have no cakes But I wonder now. what. Oh, I'm sorry. Her cupcakes, the no, cupcakes. No, no, Katie got rice cakes. They just, <laughs> oh, no, not the rice cakes. She don't have no cakes. Like you don't know. Cakes. You don't know what kind of cakes Katie got now. And you don't know if they're tasty. Because, see, I think Jamie Foxx would be with somebody with some cakes. So mm-hmm. she might have a little, she might have some cake. She might have put some, uh, what is it, uh, yeast in those cakes. <laughs> That's all I'm you, saying. You know what baffles me sometimes? Like when someone is in um, a relationship for uh, maybe let's say 10 years and then they either date or they step out with somebody that's totally opposite from the person that they supposed to mm-hmm. like be with. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? How did that happen? But they say opposites attract, though. Yeah. And that's what I think about this. I'm like, how in the world did they even, like Jamie Foxx is really sort of ghetto. You, you know, so. I really do think that he really is ghetto. Well, she might be a little hood. You know what hood? What hood is, is Katie Holmes? She was dating Tom, um, Tom Cruise. You know what? Tom Cruise's ain't no Tom hood. Tom Cruise could have been hopping thug. around them walls and James Bond every Cruise night. Tom Cruise is not a thug. Tom Cruise is an undercover thug. But see, here, here's what I don't understand. So they're very secretive about this relationship, apparently, right? And they go through like great lengths to conceal it you know to not let people know about it one article said that they were uh, for her birthday they went to Cabo San Lucas stayed the entire time in the hotel so my thing is why be in a relationship and why if you got a hot I, I get it that you know well in the beginning let's kind of not put it out there just in case we don't work you know but y'all been seeing each other since 2013. It's 2017. Why haven't you come out with the relationship? But like, what was, is the okay, problem? Who was, who was her ex? Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Okay, that's the reason why they didn't come out with it. Well, they said that Tom is responsible for Jamie's. Um, well, what well I, I heard that he knew about it. He that Jamie okay called it. him and said, you know, hey, this is what's going on. Well, I don't but, know. but but here is what I heard. I heard that Tom had a clause in the pre, in the contract that said that she would not uh, go public with another relationship until a certain amount of time. Mm. 
that's what that's what I what well, I heard. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. Tom tried to get me to sign the same thing, and I said I'm I'm not doing that. We're talking about Tom Cruise, not Tom Johnson, mm-hmm. round the corner. Not, not <laughs> Tim Tim <laughs> on the street. Yeah, we're, we're, you know we're what? Just, I think sometimes not Tom Thumb. And, and you know what? Sometimes I think even though it's it's almost impossible, when you get into the spotlight and you're famous, it's like. One little inkling where you want to feel normal at one point. You know, you just want to have a normal life, even though it's not possible. But as for as long as you can, let's try to do it. You know what I what I what I finally understand about that? What I finally understand is that that is why a lot of these celebrities buy these gigantic mansions and properties because they can't leave them. So they figure, look, if I got to stay at home. I'm going to have stuff around me that yeah. I want. I'm going to have my bowling alley because I like to bowl. I'm going to have my tennis court. I'm going to have my, my um, swim. I'm going to have all of that stuff. And that's what I realized about a lot of celebrities. They're not really doing it just to be doing it. They're doing it because if I'm going to be hemmed up here because I can't go out because y'all all in my face. Get out my face. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to make a shirt. Exactly. Then I... <laughs> Well, you know what? Nicki Minaj and, and Meek Mills, they were all out riding Well, some stars. some do, some don't. I mean, you know, a lot of some, some stars don't really, you know, hey, it is yeah, what it is. I didn't know Serena Williams was even engaged, Th- that's married, the, that's the thing. pregnant, that's dating. The thing. Have you seen her face? Oh, she is widening. Yeah. Is but she pregnant now? She she's is a, she's pregnant already, She's already kind of like a strong face to Yeah. Me. Yeah, yeah, she yeah she's just very, like that daddy. She's very big boned anyway. Is that daddy? He's, I think he's living. I think I would have known if he was dead. He, he favors the, the um, that's not devil right. on the little red, um, what is the little red devil thing? On the hot sauce. I don't know. But listen, have you guys heard about uh, what Monique said about Lee Daniels, Tyler Perry, and Oprah? Yes. What? She was going off. She said every cuss word, every other word. So remember, uh, Monique won the Oscar for her role in Lee Precious. Daniels' Precious, right? Mm-hmm. So Lee Daniels came out and said that Monique started acting like a diva when it came to like promoting the film. Remember, going somewhere, right? He said that she agreed to promote, but he wanted uh, her to go to Paris, Mm -hmm. and uh, I think Monique said he wouldn't pay for it or something like that. And she was thinking, "Why am I going to fly all the way to Paris? He paid for the hotel room, but he wanted her, excuse me, to um, pay for her ticket, which I don't get that." But um, and she was saying, "Why would I need to pay for my ticket to promote your movie?" But apparently, there was some type of agreement that Lee Daniels had. Mm-hmm. Well, um, uh, since her Oscar win, her career like hasn't taken off at all. When you win an Oscar, like your cred goes all the way up. Right. I mean, you might have been making a million, two million dollars a movie. When you win an Oscar, you at least get seven or eight, ten even maybe mm-hmm. for winning an Oscar. But her career went nowhere. And she said it's because Lee Daniels blackballed her. That's what she said. I've always heard that. She was She's back on the comedy circuit now. And she was on the stage. And she said that not only did Lee Daniels blackball her, but Tyler Perry and Oprah Winfrey did too. Yep. <gasps> That's what she's saying. Not Oprah. Oprah. She said Oprah Wimpy. <laughs> okay. Oprah Winfrey. That wasn't me. Um, Oprah. Said that she, that her and Tyler Perry also blackballed her. Now, Tyler Perry shouldn't be blackballing anybody. 
Why shouldn't he? Because Tyler Perry took a year to say something you could say in two seconds. <laughs> okay. That's why. But what, I don't know what it has to do with him blackballing her. And so she said to all three of them, could suck her blank. Mm-hmm. That's what she said she on said, the stage. If really? she had one, they can do it. Right. If she had one, they could suck her blank. She said it on TV? Yes. Yes, oh, on the comedy, her, her on the comedy uh, special. And, and so um, Tyler Perry called her. She said Tyler called was it her. Tyler or Medea? It was well, I don't know, but she said Tyler Perry called her and was like, you know, listen, I I hear I, I hear your pain. Uh, she didn't really go into what um, he said, but then she was still talking. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, you ain't hurt me. I ain't got no pain, mf well, and all of this stuff. It? Right? It's like okay, this man has reached out to you. Probably would have called him MF. Yeah, yes, she was she called what, him yes. everything. What is that all? I, I you well, can pull it up though. Yeah, I think you can. I see and, it on Facebook. And, and and Ricky Smiley was saying, if the man gave you an olive branch, like why are you why are you now also coming out? I would think that she would say, Listen, y'all, me and Tyler talked. We good. You know, we good. I haven't spoken to Lee and I haven't spoken to Oprah, but me and Tyler are good. But no, she turns I mean, really, she turns around and starts talking trash even about um him calling her. Yep. He didn't have to call her. Tyler Paris worth six hundred million dollars. But he called well, it doesn't her. So, so what is that? Well, mean? I think he was trying to, you know, stop all the bleeding, you know, that was happening. You out here saying I blackballed you. I don't know why Tyler Perry would blackball her. She never um worked for Tyler Perry. So I'm I'm I don't really understand like why he would blackball her and in the why first would place. Oprah? My point, well, didn't Oprah have something to do with Precious? Mm-hmm. No. Didn't she? Yes, she did. Didn't Oprah have? I, I don't think so. Well, you no. know, Lee Daniels and Oprah are kind of friends. No, Oprah yeah. was Sophia. That was for the color purple back so, in the 80s. So she didn't have anything to do with Precious. I don't think she was in that. I'm not no, like, she wasn't in I it. Know I know that, she like, wasn't in it. In, like, on it, like, directing with it. I think I'm going to look that up. She was being Sophia. Thirty years later, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not understanding that. But um, I just, I, I don't understand where Monique is coming from with that. I don't get it, um, because it just, it's like bitterness. You well, know at what I mean? First, she wouldn't talk about it. Well, she is doing well, uh, plenty when, when, of talking about it. Because she's supposed to be on Empire, right? Yeah, she and was. She's supposed to be. She cooking. said he even called her, and 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 then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all this right. Yeah. All of a sudden, this happened. So I don't see her being cookie. I do, I, I I could see her being cookie. I but could I see Monique too. being cookie. I, I couldn't see her with Lucius. I could see Monique. I couldn't see her with. Good. She really is. She really is. I can see her being a sis. I'm talking about, but the role like cookie is like this sexy. Like she done did these 17 years. And she still. Have you not seen how how <laughs> how, um, how oh. hard Kim? Uh, no, Nikki Parker wrote for. Plus the ogre <laughs> You don't think she would hold Lucia's back, front, and sides. Oh, my God. Listen, we got to get out of here. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in today. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Toodaloo.